Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer watching me on my Facebook Live page at Anderson Speaks, thanks a lot for tuning in there, as well as on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM Salem Broadcasting and we are just so glad uh, to hang out with you today. Now if you're new to the show let me tell you how we roll. Of course if you're not new you can say it with me. Come on you ready set go. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays that's today. Theological Thursdays and then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today Wisdom Wednesday, and we're going to talk today about the wisdom of words, the wisdom of words. What words should you use? How many should you use? When do you use them? Well, we want to talk about that so you can use your words and leverage your words to get what you what you want, what you need. Sometimes it's not about the what, it's about the how. And also, what do you say? When do you say it? How do you say it? Uh, this can be the difference between success and failure. In relationships and business, whether you get a raise or don't get a raise, all of it has to do with words and the way you say what you say. And sometimes we need help crafting our words, crafting how to say something. Uh, and so maybe today we can help give you some wisdom along the way. I use a lot of words, and with a lot of words, you end up getting yourself in trouble too. You realize that. And so that is the risk that you take, right? But we all speak, Lord willing, and when we do, hopefully we do it to the glory of God and also to the benefit of other people. So that's what today's topic is about. And if you want to talk to me about words, maybe you have a question about what to say or how to say something, give me a call. I have open phone lines, and this is a call-in talk show. My number is 888-432-7434. That number, again, is 888 bridge. All right, let's bow for just a short word of prayer. Dear Lord, we want to commit today's show over to you, and we thank you for uh, today's topic, and we ask that you would guide and lead us along the way as we talk about how to talk. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen. 
Well, the scripture tells us that the tongue is like a fire. And it can get us in trouble, no doubt about it. It can uh, burn people up, cut people down, and you don't want to be that person. And if you are that person, maybe today's show is going to help you uh, temper your tongue. Uh, Then there's others who, they don't speak a lot, but when they do, they're like E.F. Hutton. Everyone listens because they don't use a lot of words. And so people put a lot of weight in what they say. Uh, But the way you say what you say is so very important. And sometimes the tireder you get, the angrier or the hungrier <laughs> you get, the the more lazy uh, you and I can be with the use of our words because you know it actually takes extra, well, it takes extra mental power to use words. Whereas if I'm just thinking it, but I don't have to formulate it into words, then it doesn't take as much energy. But as soon as I have to formulate it into words, now uh, it can become you know, something I have to give effort to. And if I'm tired and hungry and uh, and uh, upset or emotional, those words aren't going to come out uh, as clearly, as concisely, as as well articulated as they could. So anyway, that's what we're talking about today. 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Uh, you're familiar, many of you, with uh, the verse in scripture that talks about uh, a soft answer turns away wrath. You remember that one? That's found in Psalm 15, 1, and, uh, well, or, or Proverbs 15, 1, rather. And it's so, so important to remember that even when people are coming at you negatively with their words, you do not have to return fire with fire. Proverbs 15, 1 says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And so you do not want to use harsh words to stir up anger. What you want to do is you want to take people who have harsh words that are coming toward you and you want to turn the situation around by using de-escalating words. A soft, gentle answer will sometimes calm people down. Now, James says that the tongue is like a fire, isn't it? And uh, that fire, uh, anybody who's lived long enough knows that that tongue can get you in trouble. And so it's important to, to have the wisdom that's necessary. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. What are some wise techniques and things that we can say to help you be prosperous and to help you succeed? And that's why I'm here today. We're going to talk uh, talk about this, but don't allow your tongue to get you in trouble, it says in James three six, the tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. So <laughs> the tongue uh, can really say some things, and, and some of y'all know this because you have been on the other side of someone saying something so devastating to you that you still feel it to this day. That's how powerful the tongue can be. It can actually hurt a person's feelings. And it says in in James, but no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. So with the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing by brothers. And he says, this should not 
B, can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? His whole point is that we ought to govern what we say, and when you are under the power of the Holy Spirit, it should tame even those things you want to say, but you choose not to say because you are uh, submitted to the Holy Spirit. Well, that's what we're talking about today. If you want to talk with me, give me a call. I'm taking your calls. It is a call-in talk show, and so my number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. We are talking about talk, talking about the tongue and how we should use it to build up and not to tear down. And if you have some questions about what to say, how to say it, how to write it, how to craft it, give me a call. Maybe I can help you along the way. My number, once again, is 888-43-BRIDGE. My lines are wide open. Call me now. I'm going to a break. As soon as I get back, I'm taking your calls at 888-43-BRIDGE. This is Dr. David Anderson. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. And they say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study, and then you have... 60, 90, 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in a church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at OGS.edu. That's OGS.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Have you ever walked into your basement and there was that smell? You weren't quite sure what it was, mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls? Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call, 844 844- 980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or to find resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline anytime at 888-432-7434. For rebroadcast of this program or to watch live, visit bcctv.org. Join our text community and receive a free weekly inspiration text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 
50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. Now, back to Real Talk. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and we're talking about the wisdom of words, how to use words to get what you want, how to honor God with your words, how to tame your tongue and not uh, allow it to do evil and say evil things. It's not always easy, but it is that small member of your body that definitely needs to be tamed. Some of you have been hurt by what others have said. Some of you have hurt other people. If you want relationships to work, you want churches and businesses and uh, even countries to work, you got to watch what you say. And then when you do have to speak hard truth, you got to say it in a way that gives uh, gives the benefit to the listener. And uh, even when you have a freedom of speech country like we do, uh, we don't clearly have freedom of speech because the Holy Spirit uh, governs us. So we can't always say what our flesh wants to. Isn't that true? So if you want to talk about this, maybe you even have a question about how to use your words, how to say something, how to write something. Maybe you have a difficult conversation coming up. Give me a call. My phone number or my open lines now is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Washington, D.C. Kick the show off with Ryan, who's on the line. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Can you hear me clearly? I can hear you. We're doing well here in the Anderson studio. Tell me what you're thinking, my friend. Okay, I'm going to try to make this fast. Uh, the power of life and death is, with, is within the tongue. Yeah. Uh, I have a thought on this. It's called adding fuel to the fire. Uh-huh. We don't fight fire with fire. That only increases it. There is a fire burning in the pits of hell fueled by fire, fueled by foul language, negative thoughts, and negative energy, mm-hmm. and all of the like. Mm-hmm. The only way to put that fire out is with what words of kindness right uh, we call it water you know so right. if, if somebody lashes out at you don't ask you to the fire by lashing back at them just as negatively and evil or you know as they do you give them kind words and hopefully that will be well situation. that's a that's a that's good all. that's a good word of wisdom ryan thank you so much and it harkens us back to Proverbs 15.1, which says, A gentle answer turns away wrath. You're right. Don't fight fire with fire. It just makes a bigger fire. You fight it with something else. And uh, a kind word, a gentle answer can do just that. Thank you so much. If you have a comment or a question about words uh, or about how to say something, how to communicate something, well, give me a call. 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go over to upper marlboro maryland and talk to grace who's on the line hi grace welcome to the show how are you doing okay thank you for taking my call uh, yes question how do you um talking about using words the right way or the right time how would you advise or or, or tell somebody that maybe what they're doing to you is the reason why they're sick well, let me just put it in chase. A situation with someone who is really, really sick has been very sick, um, very, very sick, mm-hmm. but then this person is being very mean 
to someone else that I know very, very well. And when I say mean, I mean relationship-wise. Okay. Um, very, very disrespectful. Uh, has said a lot of mean things. And this person has been confronted over and over. The sick person has been confronted over and over, and she doesn't see what she's done wrong. She's currently sick. She's in the hospital. Um, but she doesn't see what she's done wrong or what she's doing wrong. I don't believe she doesn't see it. I believe she sees it, but she refuses to admit it. But then when I go visit and I hear comments like, you know, if I've done anything wrong, God, please forgive me. I really want to be healed. And I told this person, well, you've done X, Y, Z. Why don't you repent of the things that you know you've done wrong? And they don't feel they've done anything wrong. It's black and white. Uh How do you, um, if, if this person keeps telling you, that, you know, God is telling you to ask God to forgive them if they've done anything wrong. How or do you keep repeating what you've said before? Or, well, or how would you, or do you just ignore them? Well, you first know? of all, you can't convict and convince people of something that only the Holy Spirit can convict or convince them of. So you have said what you needed to say. Now you just leave it alone and leave it with the Holy Spirit. That way, it's off of you. You no longer are held accountable. You've said what you need to say. Let the Spirit of God make it clear to the person if they are wrong in some way, shape, or form. And honestly, I'm not sure because I don't know the situation, but just because this person was mean to someone else and just because they're sick now doesn't mean there is a direct correlation between them being mean and them being sick. They could be very nice to people and still be that sick or they could be mean to people and be very healthy so i'm not quite sure if i can agree on its face that this person being mean and their sickness are connected they could be two separate issues now if there is a relational breakdown between this person who is sick and somebody else if they do not see that they've hurt that other person You need the Holy Spirit to make it clear to them. So what I would suggest is that you simply pray to God that he makes it clear to them. You can take yourself out of the process now because you've done what you're supposed to do. So when the person is constantly, when I go visit and the person is telling me, oh, you know, I'm really suffering. Um, I've asked God to forgive me for anything that I've done wrong. But yeah. but I, knowing the situation with this other person, I'm kind of tempted to tell them, well... But you already told them, right? That you're doing. Yeah. Okay, you already told them, so you're done. So what do I do? Just keep quiet and just listen. Yeah, absolutely. Just keep quiet and stay in prayer. Uh, if they ask you your opinion again, you say, well, you know, I already gave you my opinion. You have to choose whether you believe it or not. I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over again and leave it at that. Okay. Uh, that person may actually say, well, okay. tell me again. Or they may say, you really believe that that's what it is? You know, so kind of back off of it. They may come towards you more. But if you keep saying the same thing, they're going to keep resisting it. Clearly, she doesn't believe that that's the issue. You've already shared it with her. So you're free now. And and when somebody keeps asking for advice and they don't take the advice you already gave them, don't keep giving them the same advice. Just say, you know what? I've already spoken on this. Let's move on. Okay. Well, is that helpful? Yeah, that's very helpful. Okay. So much. There you go. God bless you, my sister. Thanks for calling. I know it's tough when people uh, want help and then you give them help and they still don't take it. 
well, you don't want to force it. You just want to say, God bless you and move on. Pray that God makes it clear to them, but don't make it your burden anymore. 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Anonymous. Uh, I'm not quite sure where Anonymous is calling from, but here I am, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Um, I have, um, you're talking about words and hurtful words. Yeah. Um, someone's not saying these to me in malice. Uh, someone who's very, is a nice person, um, is saying things to me, but they're hurting me. And I'll try to give you a little insight on that. It's, uh, it's, uh, I'm divorced for a long time and it's my ex-husband's, um, new uh lady friend that's Uh-oh. very involved in my son's um grown son's yeah. life okay. and just in conversation she's telling me everything that she's doing with them and for them and i get hurt inside because i wish you know i can't change the past but i don't know how to process the pain um i i've heard that i'm supposed to process the pain through patience and endurance but I didn't know if you had anything that you could say that would help me out. I don't know if there's anything I can really say to her other than make a comment that the pain of divorce never really goes away. I wish I could have these times with my children in my adult life and their adult life. Can I you? I gave you enough to go on. Yeah. Can you still have Pardon that? Me? Can you still have a role in your children's life or no? I still do. Yes. Okay. I think my thing is I'm dealing with jealousy that someone else has a role in in yeah. things that that I would like to still be involved in, but it has to do with her and my ex and my children because it's a different place of meeting or it's sure. a different you know it's yes I have a place but I'm just jealous yeah, sure that I'm not well at least you're able to you le- know at least you're at least you're honest enough to say that you're jealous because that's really the issue now yeah. she's not trying to hurt you like yeah. you said uh, now if you're no, close enough to her and you guys are talking one day. Uh, you might be able to, you know, slide something in there like, man, I'm glad you guys are having a good time. But, you know, that that hurts because I wish I was having it, you know, uh, because maybe then she can be yeah, more. I, I didn't know if that was appropriate. Or well, not, you know, you then, know but... then she could be more sensitive and be more thoughtful because right now she doesn't know that she's hurting you. So on her end, she okay. could be more sensitive and more thoughtful if she actually knew uh, that you felt so, some kind of way. You're not accusing her. She didn't do anything. Uh, but you might be able to say yeah. w- when you guys are together, hey, listen, I know you guys are having a great time. It just hurts me when I hear about it. So, um, you know, I'm not telling you don't tell me. I just want you to know uh, I have some regrets when you say that. And leave it there. You're not expecting okay. her to do any more than that. Because at the end of the day, it's more about what you're feeling uh, and she's not trying to hurt you. So your jealousy is something I think you have to take before the Lord and say, God, boy, this kills me. I, I regret it. I'm jealous. Help me get through it. Give me the strength today when I see her. Uh, you know, it's those sort of things. And even say it to your kids. They are your kids and you have time with them. So you can probably express it better to them uh, that, man, I know you guys are having a good time without me. And boy, that feels really, really weird. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. and, and let your kids feel a little empathy for you. But at the at the end of the day, you're honest and authentic, and I appreciate that about you, Anonymous. Well, I, I thank you for your help. Sometimes you just need to be, you know, you just need to get out and see if you're on the right 
train of thinking. You know? Yep, and that's so why I'm here. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Blessings to you. <laughs> take, a, take care. God bless you. That is exactly why, and I will have a nice day. Sorry to cut you off. That is exactly why I'm here. Sometimes you just need to bounce something off someone else. And the cool thing is sometimes you need to bounce it off someone else who you're not in relationship with, you know. So instead of going to another friend uh, and talking about another friend, you can call me. I'll be your friend for about a minute and a half <laughs> on radio. But you actually get the the wisdom or the information you need to affirm that you've been thinking the right way or to shift your thinking in a different way. And so maybe a good way of thinking about me is your pastor for a minute and a half, all right, or your friend for a minute and a half, your brother for a minute and a half, whatever it is. I'm here every day, same time, first hour of rush hour, out of the nation's capital, out of D.C., and uh, even though I'm about to go to a break, we still have a good 30 minutes left. So the second half of my show, it's wide open to you. So if you need some wisdom about words, uh, about uh, what to say, how to say it, Uh, Maybe you have a friend that's grieving and you're about to go to the hospital. Well, what do you say in those moments? You know, sometimes like Job's friends, you can end up saying the wrong thing. So you don't want to add to someone's problems. When should you not say anything? Uh, When should words be few? Uh, And, uh, you know, what, what do you say to God that you wouldn't say to other people? That's what we're talking about today. And I love the fact that you and I get to use words to communicate because I believe that comprehension begins with conversation. Give me a call, 888 432-7434. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. In so many days, in so many ways, I took for granted all you invented. Tweens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride, every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Ah, spring is in the air. And it's time to hit the road in a new Can-Am Spider during the Ready to Ride sales event at your local BRP dealer. With its unique Y-frame design, two wheels in front and one in back, the Can-Am Spider gives you the confidence to embrace the open road. Visit your local BRP dealer and save up to $3,500 on select models during the Ready to Ride sales event. Offer in soon. Restriction supply. See dealer for details. So here's a great question. How much would you save if you joined MediShare for your health care program? The typical savings for a family, about $500 a month. You might save more. Tammy left a major company and needed a new way ahead for her family. She'd heard about the savings with MediShare, but was wondering about the network of providers. Once we started the program, I have not had to switch one doctor for myself or for my kids. So we, all the doctors that we were previously with were all in MediShare. And she says the process has been fantastic. I got off the phone and I was like, that's what it should be like. It was a pleasurable experience. Uh, an encouraging experience at that. MediShare might be just the thing you're looking for for your family, your budget. Use the savings for other things. Why not get your questions answered? Find out how much you can save. You can call right now, 
844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 671 That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. We're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the show if you're just joining us. It's Wisdom Wednesday, and we're talking about the wisdom of words, how to use your words to build people up, not tear them down, what to say, when to say it, uh, how do you uh, use your words? Well, you know, Ephesians 4 tells us uh, some very important truth about words. It says that uh, you're supposed to speak the truth in love. It also teaches us that you're supposed to not speak falsely, but to speak truthfully. So one of the first things we learn is that you speak truthfully. But it doesn't stop there. It goes on to say, let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth. So here's another T word. Not only speak truthfully, but speak tastefully. Shouldn't be unwholesome talk coming out of your mouth. But only what is helpful for others, for building up others and according to their needs. So you should have words that are tasteful, words that are tactful. Uh, another word is helpful. Uh, and so when you think about speaking, if how do I know what to say? Well, is it going to be helpful and beneficial? If it is, okay. Then make sure it's truthful and tasteful. But if it's actually not going to be helpful or beneficial, do I really need to say it? There's some people believe that if it's in my brain, I have to say it. And if I believe it and I think it, I must speak it. But the reality is you can have a lot of unspoken words in your head, and it's not a sin. Did you know that? (laughs) You don't have to speak everything that is true that you're thinking. All right? But if you are going to speak what is true, do it in love and do it with taste and with tact. Let me give you one other tip here. Do it at a timely place and time, in a timely way, Uh, because you can speak truth. But if you speak it at the wrong time, it won't be beneficial because that person's not listening to you because they are really tired and they're only going to catch 50% of what you're saying. And then you're going to be mad that they're not listening to you. Well, choose your timing carefully if it's not urgent or an emergency. Hopefully this is helpful to you. If you want to call me, feel free to do so. I have three open lines. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Washington, D.C., where Crystal is waiting on the line. Hi, Crystal. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you. How can I serve you today? I just have a um, question. I'm not sure how to do it. Um, it's really lack of 
lack of the word, how do you do, how do you, how do I try to talk with my parent who is on silent mode and they're not giving me any communication? In other words, I really want to convey something to them in love, um, but they're not, they don't respond. They're not answering their, their phone. And it's been this way for literally half of my life. It's, um, are they not wanting? Are they not wanting to talk to you, or are you just saying they're the kind of people that don't like to really talk much? They don't want to talk to me if they don't benefit um, from me monetarily. So if, if if ever there is an issue where you know she needs money or she needs help monetarily, and I'm not able to provide, then she doesn't take my phone calls. And this has been the case for more than 15 years. Gotcha. Um, it could go on from it could go on for weeks. Um, right now, it's probably going to go on for the rest of the year and going into 2018. Gotcha. I really want to convey how I how that you know this person's actions make me feel, um, and how their lack of motherhood has really shaped the way that I am. Yeah. That I am today. Well, it's important to speak words that will help free you and help benefit them. They may not know how much this hurts you. It may be intentional. I'm assuming that it is. Uh, but you're, ena- definitely. you're enabling it by giving them money when they do call. And so if I were you, I would write a letter of how you feel. And also, not just how you feel, but that you are open to a better relationship if they are. Um, and other than that, I think you're on solid ground to grieve the relationship and let it go. And then the next time they call in our need of money, uh, I would not provide it as a way of saying, I'm sorry, uh, I'm not your vending machine where you can just come to me to get what you want. Uh, and then when you don't want it anymore, you don't relate to me. I want a relationship. Exactly. I, I'm your daughter. Uh, and if you want a relationship with me, fine, but I'm not a bank. So, I mean, you've got to make a decision to grieve that relationship. If you're not willing to do that, then you'll continue to be hurt by it, and then, you know, they're going to come and ask you for money, and then if you say no then, uh, you're going to feel guilty. They're going to make you feel guilty, and you're going to, you know, give in anyway. So I think the best thing you can do is write a letter to open up the conversation and see if they will respond to your letter. What do you think about that? That's something I never thought about doing um, because I've, I've written text messages to see if maybe they'll respond that way, but usually they don't respond. So I think that's what I'll do um, and end it. I used to think, does this mean I'm dishonoring my parents and is that against God mm-hmm. by me allowing the emotional abuse, by me you know, allowing um, this person to take advantage of me? But I, I don't think that's the case, and that's probably person. I agree with you that that is well, not dis- really my mom. that is not dishonoring your parents by speaking the truth in love. Uh, instead of expecting a text response, send a letter. They can read it when they want, if they desire, and then you just move on as an adult and grieve what you've lost, and pray that God would bring newness to the relationship. And if He does. I want you to be open. I want you to be open to forgiving. I want you to be open to reconciling. But it's going to have to be them initiating it once you send the letter. That way you can go on and do and be who you need to be and do what you need to do. I hope it's helpful to you, Crystal. I got to run to a break. I'm coming back in three minutes, Teresa. And then I want to take your call. 
Have you ever walked into your basement and there was that smell? You weren't quite sure what it was, mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls? Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call, 844-980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. Everybody likes a nice compliment every now and then, and oftentimes people compliment me on my smile. Well, I have to give some credit to Pearl Smiles Dental because they've hooked me up with dentistry. PearlSmilesDental.com. Check them out because they will make your smile as nice as mine. Well, actually, maybe even better. Give them a call at 410-799-1793. That's 410-799-1793, or go to PearlSmilesDental.com. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCullum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCullum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCullum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCullum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Have you been hurt, cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the show if you're just joining us. It's Wisdom Wednesday, and we're talking about the wisdom of words, how to use your words, how to, uh, when to, where to, when not. That's what we've been talking about. You got to make sure that they're truthful, according to Ephesians 4, tasteful, let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth, the scripture says, tactful, make sure that it's helpful and beneficial, the scripture says, and in good timing, make sure you choose the right time to have the conversation, not always easy, but it is important if you're trying to get the communication across. Well, if you're trying to figure out how to say something, when to say it, and you want somebody to talk to about it, that's why I'm here. My phone number is 888-432-7434. I have open lines, so why don't you get in where you fit in right now at 888 bridge 
All right, let's go to Teresa, who is on the line in Virginia. Hi, Teresa. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi. I'm doing well. Thanks so much. All right. Well, what are you thinking today? Well, I have a question. Um, It's kind of a generic one about when you're having conflict, particularly in marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And how much truth, I guess sometimes if if my husband thought soft to see what I was thinking, you know, when it's raw, um, sometimes I'm not sure how much, you know, of that to show when it's not helpful. You know, there's other relationships where you can, I'm happy, you know, I can, I can let it go. We can, you know, I can carefully craft my response and, and move on. And uh, I struggle with in marriage. How much of that raw truth, you know, do you reveal so that you get understanding, but don't hurt or make things worse in the process? Yeah. So, you know, I think every couple is different. Uh, I do believe you need to be truthful and honest, but I don't believe you need to tell everything to everyone, including your spouse. I believe there's some things that are just between you and God, and you take it to God and let God give you direction on whether you should say something or not. Because um, when you're raw and brutally honest and and it's not helpful, uh, then it's really hurtful. And why would you want to hurt the person uh, that you love the most? So take those concerns to the throne and leave it with the Lord and let him then send it back to you in the way that you need to say it. If you actually need to say it at all, that's my opinion on it. Okay. Thank you so much. That's helpful. There you go, Teresa. I appreciate it. Blessings to you. Let's go to Spotsylvania, Virginia, where Joe is on the line. Hi, Joe, David Anderson here. How you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? I appreciate uh, you taking my call. My pleasure. God bless you, friend. What are you thinking? So um, I appreciate all your comments on, um, you know, wholesome talk that's uh, well-timed and uh, delivered with tact. And I'm just uh, trying to think about how you reconcile that, how I would reconcile that with uh, the example that Jesus gave with the Pharisees, you know, when he called them a brood of vipers and yeah, right. whitewashed tombs and, right. uh, you know, essentially dirty plates and and then I think about uh, Moses, you know, who continually went back to Pharaoh, even though he knew that uh, his words would not be accepted. Right. Uh, you know, he he knew he wasn't convicted, of, and he wouldn't be convicted, but he continued to proclaim the truth to him. And John the Baptist lost his head uh, by essentially calling out the leader for adultery. And Jesus' words were in public, too, um, you know, in, in front of other people. Um, so I just— uh, you know, I kind of yeah. personally struggle with uh, that. You know, yeah. how, do you, how do you reconcile that? What a great question, by the way. Thank you so much for it, Joe. Uh, so the way I would answer it is when you're dealing with prophets, prophets hear from God and they speak directly from the Lord. And so if you are a prophet or the son of a prophet and God gives you a word to speak, and that's a different story. Same with preachers. Have you ever seen some preachers? They're like on fire when they're behind the pulpit. And then they come off the pulpit and they're just like, you know, little uh, little sheepdogs. <laughs> you know, uh, they're quiet and they're sweet. But something happens when they're under the power of that Holy Spirit preaching or prophetic. I would say Jesus, Moses, the people that you mentioned, John the Baptist, they were under the, sort of the direct prophetic uh, leadership uh, of the Holy Spirit, so they couldn't help themselves. you got to speak that truth uh, to power. Um, but I'd also say something else about prophetic people, uh, because there are a lot of people who have the prophetic gift. It's hard for prophets to live in community. I mean, you mentioned John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. My goodness. I mean, he was living out in the desert somewhere eating, uh, you know, tree bark and bird seed. I mean, this guy, uh, it's hard to li- but that was before the church. 
you know, so every mm-hmm. one of these people were living before the church age. The church age is then this sort of this community of people who are supposed to be living together. And there are these fivefold gifts from Ephesians, including the office of prophet. And so, but that prophet is more like a preacher, uh, sort of foretelling, as opposed to these other prophets from the Old Testament who were foretelling all the way up through John the Baptist, who didn't live in community. But that was all before the church age. Once Acts chapter 2 happened, you now have this church age, and we got to actually figure out how to live together and get along. And that's why you don't find a whole lot of prophetic voices uh, from, uh, you know, in the church age, you don't see a lot of them. You still see some and people will die. Uh, you know, you see people like, you know, Paul and Peter and, you know, and so you do see it. But again, I mm-hmm. think that they're the exception, not the rule for somebody who wants to live in community and in relationship, not given to the prophetic gift directly connected to the Holy Spirit. I would say mm-hmm. we got to take these other words and these other attacks that I'm talking about now and i think that that's why god gave it to paul to teach us because uh we would blow stuff up if we were living like john the baptist i tell you that (laughs) (laughs) right we might lose our heads we Um, might yeah i I guess yeah that's right and uh maybe uh understand the difference between uh the the spirit in your in your mind and emotion in your mind yeah well no doubt and even no doubt and even with moses remember moses was direct moses was directly empowered by almighty god and told Mm -hmm. exactly what to say to the most powerful man in his day so that had to take the power of the holy spirit and he got direct orders from god so again if you're a prophet and you're getting direct orders from god you better you better do it You know, and Jesus, I mean, he was Jesus. So he could say to the Pharisees, you brood of vipers. Now, can you imagine anybody else saying that besides Jesus? You know, and and what did they end up doing with him anyway? He ended up getting crucified. You know, so that is the price we pay when we are directly connected to God giving us prophetic words. It oftentimes can lead to death including, you know, even people like Martin Luther King and others who who speak love and mm-hmm. peace, you still end up getting killed. <laughs> Which is, sure. it's, it's, it's hard to be a prophet, man. So I think it's a brilliant it's a brilliant question. I'm glad you brought it up, Joe. Well, thank you, and I appreciate uh, your perspective, and thanks for taking the time to answer my question. You got it, my friend, from uh, Spotsylvania, uh, Virginia. Let's go to Cynthia. Cynthia is in Washington, D.C., Hi, Cynthia. Welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, hello. I'm good. Good. So I guess my question now is going to take a little bit of a turn based on the last call. I didn't hear okay. the full question, but okay. um, my thing is I came into awareness about this word and, you know, from a biblical perspective pretty early on as a younger person. So mm-hmm. generally how I've been living my life is, you know, not saying too much. I notice things. I have my thoughts and opinions. but. Yeah. I just choose to act versus say. Okay. I feel I'm being pulled or pushed into a place now where I'm having to speak. And um, mm. based on what you said just now, I'd like to apply that to you know our current times where there's a lot of things being said, a lot of opinions, and mm-hmm. there's other opinions or perspectives right. about how to move things now, forward and C- that kind of thing. Cynthia, Cynthia, I got to put you on hold just for a second because I'm running to a commercial break, but I want you to formulate your thought into a question. So as soon as I get back, we're going to hit the ground running in just three minutes.
Joining me right now, our good friend Brian Sheely of Fellowship Home Loans. Uh, Brian, we're all aware that interest rates are on the rise. What do you see happening in that regard in the next uh, two or three months, let's say? Yeah, Don. I mean, we all knew that they were going to start rising and continue to rise throughout the year. I think we're going to uh, still see that steady rise. You know, right now we're seeing a pretty steep increase. I think that will level out. But, you know, some uh, overseas turmoil can always impact that. But the cost of money is very, very low right now compared to where it's been in the past. So now's the time to take a look, and let's see if it makes sense for you to do something now, especially with increased home values, a lot more leverage. And the way you do that, folks, is pick the phone up and call 1-800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283, 800-804-7283, or visit Mike O'Brien online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's fellowshiphomeloans.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. 105.1 FM, WAVA. Message and data rates may apply. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free consultations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VALUE to 350-350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free consultation to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VALUE to 350-350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VALUE to 350-350. That's V-A-L-U-E to 350-350. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Going right back to the phone lines, I've got Cynthia on the line from Washington, D.C. And, Cynthia, you've been saying that in the past you've kind of held your words and kind of act and don't talk, but now you're being pushed to sort of speak. Uh, Go ahead and tell me what you're thinking now. Well, you know, just in light of the things you're saying in that last question about, especially in this current time that we're in, everybody has a thought or opinion. Right. Um, And we have to come to something in order to move forward or to make things better. And these thoughts and opinions that everybody has are seemingly so uh, diametrically opposed to each other 
or being able to figure out what's truth right. or best so that we can move forward. Yeah, so what's your question? So anything, any insight or thought? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't have a formulated question, so okay. any any of your insight or thought or perspective about that? Well, for me, I feel like uh, being a bridge builder when you have diametrically opposed uh, opinions is always the first uh, sort of response that I have. Uh, what are both sides saying? Can I hear both sides and understand both sides? Uh, and that will help me engage the dialogue uh, with uh, some more empathy and wisdom. So there is that. Uh, but there's also this idea of we feel like we have to speak into everything these days because of social media. And sometimes the best thing we can do is stay out out of it. Uh, and so I always, uh, being that I talk for a living, I always have to uh, decide, you know, what is the topic I'm going to talk about today? Even if it's in the news, it doesn't mean I have to talk about that. And if it's not in the news, it doesn't mean it's not worthy of having a conversation. And so I think we need more wisdom now than ever because people can type things, tweet things, uh, Facebook things, you know, uh, which we didn't have that, you know, 20 years ago. And so we have it now. So everybody got something to say. Everybody's a journalist. Everybody's a photographer. And so, uh, you know, I don't know if this is any wisdom or not, Cynthia, but I, I think we probably have to be even more. Or, um thoughtful about how to build bridges now than we've ever had to before. What do you think? I, I I don't know. I just you know that's what I'm feeling. I'm going personally going through, and then you know feeling, and all I care about is moving forward and making things better versus um, any more more so than anything else. That's you know what motivates or moves me versus right. Just saying what I think or feel, getting to the point where there's positive forward action for the greater good. Yeah, it takes skill to do that. It takes empathy to do that. And and it takes a bridge-building heart to do that. And, you know, you are, as I am, God's ambassador of reconciliation, uh, according to 2 Corinthians 5, as though he were making his appeal through you, the text says. And so, you know, I think that... uh, as a sister in Christ, you receive that and you get wisdom from God and figure out how do you how do you help people move forward? I like it. Hey, listen, I've got to run because I've got to end the show. Thank you so much for calling and thank all of you for connecting with me through conversation, which, of course, leads to hopefully comprehension and even more Christ likeness. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's show and we commit over to you every listener and every conversation we've had. And we ask that you would help us benefit others by the way we use our words including praising you with our mouths and with our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen.